It's finally moving now. It's finally okay. moving now. So, look, I still can't see your eyes. What do you mean? We're, 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 we're here in Winterfell, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We out here. Please shut up. We got Matt Mulcair in the building. The Lakeville native. You know. We North, here. North or south side? North. North side. Always. North side. Hopefully this isn't a lost episode. I hope this gets aired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope so. But Mulcair's in the building. He's in Minneapolis. He's still around. Damn. Running around the town. Then we got Hayden. Bill Simmons. Formerly known oh, as Mouse Cop. <laughs> as, as AC would say, we got Hayden raising hell in Minneapolis. <laughs> Hayden Brockwell, Menace. Delray Beach native. The, the menace Floridian. to society. A menace to society. A menace to himself. A menace to St. Thomas. It's your rapper name. Ooh. Say what up to the people, Hayden. Alright. <laughs> he waves. <laughs> Can they see Don't me right now? <laughs> Hello. They can't see you. They can't see you. We had to plug in this mic and and just speak on the festival, mm. the hip hop festival, the only thing we have mm. in Minnesota. Soundset. I got the lineup pulled up right the here. The pride and joy of the people. Disappointing. And what do we get for a sound set this year? Mulker, pull up the lineup, please. I got the lineup pulled up right here. Um, Mulker, Mulker. It's not start, great. Start, start, <laughs> it's not great. We'll work our way down. Start from the top and let the people know what, what's going on with the sound set. So we got a new format. They added a third stage, which I'm not happy about. So obviously you're going to have to pick what artists you want to see and which ones you don't. Headliners, Lil Wayne, G-Eazy, SZA. Stop. I'll stop, stop right there. Stop. That's enough. So, That's all you need to know so, about Soundset 2019. <laughs> um, you're not going to want to go. It's not great. It'll probably be $120. So, so first of all, they're raising the price of this thing. And, you know, we got Lil Wayne. Okay, Lil Wayne's a legend. Yeah. Lil Wayne's a legend. You know, a lot of people would like to see Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne. He is. That's Wheezy. Isn't he notorious for skipping shows? Like he is. Notorious. He's had multiple shows in Minneapolis yeah. that he has never shown but up to. Right, if you are the headliner, the but mm -hmm. if you are the headliner of a festival, you are not gonna just skip. I mean, I don't think Lil Wayne cares. Here's what I'm confused about. If you're actually looking at the lineup here, there are six names that are all the same size. So three different stages. Are all of these headliners gonna be playing at the same fucking time? 
are, are all of them gonna like? Is Atmosphere, SZA, and Lil Wayne gonna close out the night on three different stages at the same time? Well, it's possible because remember the last time we were at Soundset, 2017 was mm -hmm. that? Yep. The year we graduated. Yep. There was supposed to be Little Uzi. Mm-hmm. No show. And Playboy Cardi playing at the same time. Correct. Thank God Uzi didn't show up. Right. Because then we wouldn't have been able to go see Playboy Cardi, which was a fantastic a show. A blessing in disguise. Right? So it is very possible that this year there will be, you know, mm -hmm. simultaneous shows going on. I mean, who else? So we got G. Then we got G Easy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna even talk much about that. Yeah, last we're time I saw Easy was at the U my freshman year, and he comes out. I'm G Easy. I'm from Oakland, California. <laughs> this dude. Long story short, this dude gets too drunk like seven minutes into his set. He yeah, like one or two songs. He crowd, tries to crowd surf. Oh God. Gets a concussion. He's gone. Thank uh, you. Ever since then, I've never respected G Easy for anything. He was at Soundset. In probably 2013 or 14, if you went back in like the high school days, he was there the year with Juicy J and everyone. Is that when Wiz came? Yeah. Ooh. When Wiz was in jail the same day, then came that night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That G was fun. Jeezy was there. That was fun. A lot of fucking underage white women there, which just, that's what killed Soundset. It's all ages, 16-year-old chicks. I know, though. There there's has. been some great lineups. Then there's been some, like, some shitty ones. That's what I actually wanted to say. It was like, we were lucky with what we grew up with. Like, from 2012, 2013, all the way through 2017, was we had some solid lineups before they basically sold out and are now doing... Just atmosphere has too much say in it. Like I get it, atmosphere started sound set and everything, but it's like, at some point you gotta just like disconnect yourself and realize you could turn this into an actual like competing Lollapalooza type festival. Absolutely. And get like. It's like regional. This is like a regional festival at this point. Yeah. People, you meet people at the festivals. I came from fucking Iowa. It I needs to be more from, than one day. It I needs came to from be. Michigan. Like, people fly in to come see this show. This festival, so it's like it's like a Midwest. It's gonna festival. just keep on growing and growing, and then they got the whole merch section now, which is like mm -hmm. an economy in itself. Yeah, you got. I mean, with the budget that they have, you just gotta get some better people. Right. Soundset, whoever's running the lineup, get some better people. So we got we got DMX, we got Beast Coast, which is um, Flatbush Zombies, Joey Badass. We got Trippy Red. We got Tech Nine. Flatbush Zombies, Joey Badass, Underachievers. Are they in there too? Kirk Knight, yeah. So just the so whole. So pro era Flatbush and yeah. Underachievers. Right, right. And then it pretty Dope. much just falls off, that. and I don't recognize a single other name on here. Little Uzi, you probably won't show up, so. So I'm gonna go on record and say this right now. I would go for Little Uzi, Beast Coast, meaning pro era Flatbush, Underachievers. Right. And. Uh, if, I, cool. if, if I have enough energy, I would stay for Little Wayne. But that's not necessarily a requirement for me. Those are the only reasons why I buy a ticket. Mm -hmm. If the ticket's at $150, I'm, out. I'm, not, I'm not going. And going back to the whole lineup thing is like the whole scheduling thing. I mean, if you just look based on the names, it looks like Little Uzi and Beast Coast would be at the same time on different stages. Just based on the placement when you're looking at the at the line up here. See, Malker's got the sound set placement down. See, I mean, I'm a veteran. He's, he's I've been what, four or five times. If you need sound set advice, if you need any type of hip hop show advice, 
you got to call this man Mac Mulcair. He's going to tell you what's good. See, and here's where Soundset shoots themselves in the foot, is they don't release the time slots until the fucking morning of. Until the day off. And then you're scrambling until to figure out your off. game plan. Oh like, God, okay. So this time, 3 o'clock. Okay, so we're going to go to this stage. Yeah, this stage. yeah. You have to try to plan it out to see who you want to see. And the artists have egos. You have to also take that into account. Right. So not everyone comes on stage at the no, time that they're supposed to come on stage. It's loose scheduling. Sometimes it's they fucking... get on stage 45 to an hour later than when they're supposed to get on stage. Yeah. So it's just like, it's a shit show sometimes. It is. But that's the whole, that's, that's a part of the adventure in these festivals. So Top to bottom, very... Underwhelming lineup, if I had to say, probably not going to be in attendance this year. But you know, things could change. Could be a last minute. Could be a game time decision. Hey, you know what? Exactly. You know, it's going to be. Like, you know what? Let's run it. Sunday the twenty sixth. Going on on Sunday the twenty sixth. That Monday's <laughs> Memorial Day, so you wouldn't have to work. Memorial so weekend. it is always. That Travis Scott Instagram video will never die. Ever. Happy I watch Memorial it daily. Day. Happy Memorial for Day. For this folks. life, I cannot change. 2017. So we'll see what happens with Sunset 2019. We will. We got to order an Uber too. Order it now. I'm done already. I got people blowing up my phone. phone. We are. Whoa. The uh, northern. People are blowing up Malker's phone. It's not like He's that. He's got co work. Everyone Listen. wants Malker. <laughs> it's not like Listen, that. This man Malker is into man nowadays. I mean, it's not like that. I believe Mulcair is single. Is he not? This is correct. Mulcair is single. This is accurate information. Ladies, what's ladies. good? Ladies. To the few ladies that IG, are listening to this. Twitter, all that. Hit me up. So if you're a lady listening to us, you already know. Mulcair is single. Anyway, Jason Witten yes. has... <laughs> this is where Hayden's going to... Um, <laughs> the floor is yours, Hayden. You know, chip in a little bit. Yeah. Jason Witten has accepted a $3.5 million deal. Really? One year deal to rejoin the Dallas Cowboys. America's team. For the 2019-2020 regular season in the NFL. Okay. Um, so I, I heard a, a couple of uh, commentators speaking on this this morning, and they were saying that Jason Witten is basically a Dallas Cowboy for life. People were arguing that Jason Witten knew of this kind of deal going into his job with ESPN. And Monday Night Football, he kind of knew that he would be able to rejoin the Dallas Cowboys if he wasn't really feeling the commentator life, the analyst life. So, you know, I asked Hayden to write on this topic. You're, you're gonna you're gonna see that article sometime soon. But Brockwell, what what are your initial thoughts on Jason Witten? What's going on here? Is he gonna produce for the Cowboys? Do you think he could help the Cowboys? Do you think he could contribute to a Dallas Cowboys playoff run? Really quickly here, before Hayden goes on his hot hot football takes, I think we can all agree that Jason Witten and Mike down as the worst NFL commentator of all time. Oh, well, well, but that he's top some... three worst of all time. Yeah. So we're all, you know, happy that he's no longer in the booth. No, no, no. We're very sad. I, I, mean, I, had, I had a great really? time with Jason Witten. You no, want yeah. to make fun of the commentator. You don't that's want to that's fair. That's fair. Every... Every when you, I mean, you're making fun of uh, 
See, I can respect that, but at the same time, you can't tell me you don't love listening to like a Tony Romo, Jim Nance called game. I don't see what the big deal about elite. Tony Romo is. Like everyone, he's makes, elite. Everyone's like, oh, Tony he's Romo, elite. Oh, he's good. Like, I don't get it. But he's elite. But he's good because he's fresh out of the game. In five years, he's not going to be that good. That's is, fair. Is Jason Witten not fresh out of the Jason game? Witten no, Jason Witten is fresher out of the game. Way fresh. Out Jason Witten has zero charisma. Exactly. I mean, he's essentially a robot. You're making and my he, point for me. No, I, I, I mean, I'm saying I like Jason Wynn because it, he was really fun to make fun of. No, that's a good point. And he was so cringeworthy. I mean, uh, rabbit out of the head is probably my favorite line ever. He said, <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, I remember that. So Aaron Rodgers, um, God damn pulled it. off one of his incredible comebacks against a team with a losing record. Because he never pulls off comebacks against any relevant team with a record over 500. This is a fact. But anyway, they were playing the 49ers, who had one win at the time. And Aaron Rodgers threw a game-winning touchdown to Devontae Adams. And Jason, when I looked it up today, he goes, and quote, or he, to quote him directly, he said, you can't teach that. He just pulled a rabbit out of his head. I'm going to actually Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's worth playing. But, I mean, here's the thing. Jason Wynn is going to be a perfect fit in the Dak Prescott run offense. Because at the end of the day, Dak Prescott is the best when no one can tell if he's good or not. I personally think Dak Prescott is terrible. I mean, I've been watching the guy multiple times. He's awful. Sorry, Dak. But, and, and Amari Cooper added way too much explosiveness to their offense. He's too good for Dak Prescott. It, it, I think I think Jason Witten was in the booth, saw Amari Cooper making plays, and was like, "Shit, I'm back." I All right, here, this here, guy. this is 12 seconds. Here's what I want to know: How okay. much did Jason Witten make as an as a Monday Night commentator here, versus here. the 3.5 he'll make on the field? Probably around 3.5. You think? If not less. I got the probably less. Out of his head. Probably less. If you had to guess, it'd be less. I got it. No, no, no. <laughs> so I yes. mean, he was he was a great commentator. He was. I enjoyed having him. Not. I mean, Jason Wynn is perfect for Dak Prescott's skill set, which is essentially scrambling out of a perfectly clean pocket and throwing uh, <laughs> what would be an easy pass directly into the turf a yard short of the receiver. He makes nothing out of something. Yes, he's, the, he, he's the perfect guy for. I mean. If he throws it a yard short of Amari Cooper, people are like, oh, that could have been a touchdown. If right. he throws it a yard short of Jason Wynn, they're like, well, nothing would have happened anyway because he's a dinosaur. you you got to remind the people, though, that you know, Hayden is a Giants fan. Right, 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 right. The Cowboys got to put in that in the NFC context. East with the New York Giants. There's some so context there's here. A, there's some bias. That you have to take it into account no, Jason when Wynn, he's speaking on the Cowboys. Well, yep. make no mistake. It's just a disclaimer. I mean, all BS aside, Jason Wynn is a first ballot Hall of Famer all day. Easy. He, he's, he's a, a shoe top, He's a, a top in. five tight end of all time. The, the guy was a beast. Jason Wynn is a top five tight yes. end of all time. Statistically. I mean, literally, I mean, statistically, statistically, for I mean, sure. Can you name five tight ends better than Jason Wynn overall? You I can't. Mean, I'd be hard-pressed, but tight ends are historically not that well-known in the league. Well, yeah, I mean, the, well, they're kind of the unsung hero well, on the offense. Well, the position's been revolutionized. With the, the exception past. of the offensive line, of course. But. I mean, okay, who's better than Jason Wayne overall? You have 
just I would argue that Tony, out. I would argue that Tony Gonzalez is better than Jason Wynn, and I would argue that Gronk. Vernon Davis. No, no, Vernon Davis is and, as Shannon a, Sharp. That's, that's ridiculous. Shannon. But Shannon Sharp wasn't really a tight end. Like he's, he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. Rob receiver. Gronkowski. No, better. Gronk, Gates, Gonzalez are all better, and then it's Jerome probably, Wiggins, Minnesota Vikings. No. It's Shout probably Vasante I mean, Shenko. I would take Vasante better. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey has the upside to be better than Jason Witten. Uh, I mean, he has the upside, but he's 26 years old. That's another the, thing. What is the Jeremy current? Shockey. There we go. No, That's a good name. That's a good what? name. That's a good name. He didn't play. Jason Witten. I mean. <laughs> He was a giant. Jeremy Shockey played like three full seasons in the NFL. He was coked out and hurt the, in his entire career. That's fair. He, he had 50 concussions. Who was coked out and hurt? Jeremy Shockey. Hayden Brockwell. That's my question. What is the current Dallas Cowboys head end situation? Oh, well, it's that fucking Baylor basketball yeah, player, isn't yeah, it? I, I Rico, whatever, did you? I already wrote about All right, that. no I'm, spoilers. I'm, 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 saving, I'm saving it. Wait, but, but please shut up.com. This is this is a please shut up.com exclusive. This is Sid. Um, no, don't tell him it's me. I know, I never did. I just said it was Sid, but we'll bleep that out. <laughs> bleep that out. We'll edit that. We'll edit that. Jamie, pull it up. Just edit, 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 edit. that. This is Sid. Uh, he wrote an article called Mundane Night Football oh, on May 30th of 2018, just before the summer hit. And he Hell spoke yeah. on Jason Witten and uh, the announcement of Jason Witten becoming, uh, uh, you know, a, a commentator on Monday Night Football. He said on May 30th, it was announced that Jason Witten would be the lead, the new lead analyst for Monday Night Football. Seemingly out of the air, Jason Witten became the hottest commodity in sports broadcasting. ESPN dragged him out of retirement and essentially handed him a job he has zero experience in. For all we know, Witten could be a just complete albatross. <laughs> he could be a complete albatross in the booth. I don't wish him for him. I don't wish for him to do poorly. But where did all this Jason Witten broadcast mania come from? And and Loki, I have to agree with Sid. I have no idea why they went after Jason Jason Witten. Uh, I'm sure he's a well-spoken guy. I think he did well. Well, you, for you, his first you know, year, you know, if he's a well-spoken, he he spent a year being the Monday night. Right. I think I think I think he did a good job. He should he should have never been the color commentator. He should have been the play-by-play, because color commentator. Basically, the play-by-play is supposed to explain what's happening or, or just say, um, yeah, basically what just happened. And then the color commentator is essentially just supposed to mm-hmm. say something funny or say something enthusiastic, which, as we've learned, Jason Witten is the is, least colorful is, human being of all well, time. He's, he's not intentionally funny. He's unintentionally funny, which is almost funnier. It's painful. But, yeah, it, it's it like painfully pain- funny. I well, mean, it's rabbit out of the head. It's. <laughs> I, mean, I can't get over. It stops and well, starts right there. Well, that's, that's the epitome of it. Sid went on to say that Jason Witten does not have this it factor, and that the millisecond he looks in any way like a deer in the headlights, the NFL junkyard dog fans like myself will whip him apart. What's your major? English. So, I mean, I didn't think Jason Witten did that bad, but I did. There were definitely times where it was like, huh. We could have someone better in the booth right now. Uber is two minutes away. Well, with that, with that being said, you know.